Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host, Tom Walker. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, thanks for taking the time to tune in, whether you are a new listener or a uh, loyal fan. Yes, as ever, we are sponsored by our good friends at Matchbook. Go to matchbook.com and you can bag yourself £15 money back as cash sign-up bonus. So a great opportunity to go to Matchbook, check out everything they offer, enjoy it. Last week, Tom, we we had an amended show because of FA Cup action uh, down in the uh, League One and League Two. And this week, it's kind of flipped on its head because now we're League One and League Two focused because of the international weekend. Yes, uh, another shortened show today. So we've only got a handful of games in both League One and League Two, but there are still things that I personally have got my eye on. I'm sure a few that you've got your eye on as well, Tom. Of course, of course. Without further ado, Tom, uh, I, I mean, normally in the show, we'd, we'd have a little two-minute snippet about what we think about England and stuff like that. But I think with Albania at home and San Marino away and what is it, a point needed for qualification? Something like that. I think it, I think it's best that we park it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go through. Yeah, yeah. I, there's not much to discuss. Um, but yeah, um, we... We have plenty to discuss in the EFL, so I reckon we should just dive straight in um, with the Friday Nighter. I completely agree. Uh, all odds we're going to read out on the show today will be taken from Matchbook. Again, matchbook.com to check that out. So yeah, Friday night, Bolton against Crew in League One. Um, you like something here, Tom? Yeah, I do. Uh, best team in the league, apparently, Bolton Wanderers. Uh, Ian Everett said, uh, a few a few games ago now, maybe three, four games away. Um, and yeah, they are in 16th and they're playing against Crew Alexandra. Uh, by by all accounts, we know what Ian Everett's doing. He's trying to rile his players. He's trying to motivate them. He's trying to inspire them. And, and I get it. But And it's worked for him in the past, right? It's worked for them uh, at Barrow and, and Bolton last year. They were in a similar situation and then one automatic promotion. So it could still happen again, but it looks a bit more optimistic this time around. They're playing against Crew, as I said, at the Reebok Stadium. Is it called the Reebok anymore? No. University of Bolton Stadium, I think. I was going to say, I think I'm showing my age there, to be honest. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the Reebok, but still the same stadium. Uh, Bolton, 1.7. That's who I've got my eye on. Not because Bolton are good, but because poor Crew. Uh, crew have just had their entire squad and ethos just ripped apart. They've won one of 16 this season. Uh, they've lost five of eight on the road. I've said this before on previous shows. There, there are opportunities when teams are in bad form, i.e. Bolton, who have only won one in their last five games, and I'm stretching that because that was a Football League trophy win. Their actual last uh, win in League One was the 2nd of October against Shrewsbury at home. So they are on a real rough patch. But if you want to talk rough patches, Cruz is definitely rougher. Uh, and I think this is a great opportunity for Bolton to get back on the horse. I, I wish it was a, a higher price. I, I get why it isn't. But yeah, I'm uh, in on the trotters Friday night. Yeah, unbelievably, you can actually still get crew at uh, one bookmaker at 13 to 8 to go down this season. 
Ooh. That looks like uh, money you should be gobbling up straight away. Yeah, they. I, I really feel for Crew. I I actually really love Crew as a as a neutral, but yeah, they've just they've lost too much. It, yeah. You can't you can't lose five players a transfer window for three transfer windows in a row and and expect to be good. Uh, they're going to struggle. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, nice little price I think I've found in the MK Dons against Cambridge game. And it's for Cambridge to score a goal. So either Cambridge to score a goal, uh, Milton Keynes Dons not to keep a clean sheet. However you want to term it, phrase it, whichever market you end up going for, they're exactly the same thing. The price is 1.5 for Cambridge to get on the score sheet. MK Dons without a clean sheet in nine consecutive games across all competitions. Uh, Cambridge have scored in every single away match they've played in so far this season in the league. And it's only been one game out of their 16 where they've actually failed to score a goal at all. So, yeah, generally pretty good value to get on the score sheet at Cambridge. So it looks a nice price, that one, to me. Yeah, it does. MK Dons, uh, less impressive in recent weeks, I think it's fair to say, uh, than what they've been um, at the start of the season. So, yeah, I'm all on board with that one. Tom, I, I have another a short price, but I think it will come in. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday at home to Gillingham. Uh, playing at Hillsborough, one point. Is it still called Hillsborough or do they have a new name? <laughs> I think that's still Hillsborough, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it is forever. 1.59 for the Owls. And on the on the surface of things, Tom, you got Sheffield Wednesday down in eighth, and I feel like not many people are talking about them. And I totally get why. They're recently relegated. Maybe people expect, because they're a big name, they should be doing a lot better. Uh, they certainly didn't start the season well, but they're, they're really picking it up now. Uh, they haven't lost in their last nine games and they haven't lost in any of their last five at Hillsborough. Now, Gillingham, on the flip side, similar to Crewe, they lost a lot of key players over the summer and it looks like it's not going to be the playoff kind of chase inside uh, and campaign of last year. More of a survival hope. Uh, they haven't won in their last four games under Steve Evans. Uh, I think the Sheffield Wednesday form is down to the inclusion of a few things. Uh, Theo Corbanu, on loan from Wolves. He's a Canadian international. and uh, From what I've seen of him, shouldn't be playing at League One level. I think he's a championship uh, winger at this moment in time in his career. And he stepped up to the plate brilliantly after warming the bench in the beginning. It's a little bit of a, a short price. I totally get why. But yeah, I'm back in the Owls. Yep. Okay, I could see them getting a win. I feel like they had a good start to the season, didn't they? And I feel like we jumped on the bandwagon. Then at the point we jumped on, they fell off. So uh, then we've been off the bandwagon for a good few weeks and months now. And I think it could be time to get back on. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, Just one more thing from me. Again, it's a fairly short price. Uh, Charlton away at Burton. I do like the look of Charlton to get something from the game. Whether they'll win it or not, I'm not quite sure. But uh, since they sacked poor Nigel Adkins and have brought in Johnny Jackson, is is he caretaker? Is he full-time? Not 100% sure. But uh, they've beat Sunderland, uh, beat Doncaster 4-0, drew one all with Rotherham. Well, in the FA Cup and lost 1-0 to Lady Doran in the uh, Pizza Trophy. So those league games are the ones I want to concentrate on because a win away at Sunderland and a draw against Rotherham are two really, really good results. Um, and if you can do that, 
you can definitely go away to Burton and get at least something. Uh, Burton, very inconsistent in their form. 1.45 is the price for Charlton on the double chance. Um, yeah, a little bit short, but I do think it will come in. Johnny Jackson performing quite the audition, I would say. Uh, he is. Give him the job. Give him the job. Give him the job. I'm sure the Charlton uh, hierarchy listened to this pod. So <laughs> He might. He's, he's, he's active all over social media, isn't he? You never yeah, know. <laughs> he is, to be fair. He is. Do you know what? Actually, I, this was not intentional segue. I think he liked one of our tweets once. Did he? Uh, yeah, I think we tipped up Charlton and I tagged them. And I think he liked it. So, yeah, I love that. Anyway. Uh, so, Tom, I know you are going to have a heart attack here. Uh, but I am going to back Wickham. Uh, Wickham playing against Portsmouth. Uh, Wickham priced at 1.99, so just a, a hair under evens. If you look at the, the recent form, Wickham haven't won in the last four, and you'll see three wins in Portsmouth's last four. However, Wickham have lost one game at home this season. It was, of course, a big game against Ipswich and they lost 4-1. By all accounts, you know, it was a, let's call it a clinical performance from Ipswich. Just one of those games where kind of everything went in for them and, and fair play, they got their win. Portsmouth, the Cowleys seem to be under fire every week. I'm not getting drawn in by all these green W's I see because I see their three wins coming against Crystal Palace under-21s in the Pizza Trophy, Harrow in the FA Cup, and a 1-0 home win over Bolton in the league. I just touched on, even though I think Bolton will win tomorrow night, they've not been in great nick. Before that, I'm looking at a draw with Accrington Stanley, a 4-0 loss to Ipswich, a 4-1 loss to Rotherham, a 2-0 Defeat at home in the Pizza Trophy to Sutton United. A 2-1 away defeat to Burton Albion. Like, and a 2-2 draw away at Charlton as well. That was under Nigel, Nigel Adkins when they were bloody rubbish. So, yeah, for sure. If you just load it up and you see the green Ws, you might get sucked into Portsmouth. But I think Wickham are, are too strong at home. I think they are by far and away the better side. I think they're more settled. They've got more threats. And Portsmouth can't travel at the moment. No wins in their last nine. 1.99 for me for the chair boys. I think that's a good price. It wouldn't surprise me if they won. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, They're a quality side, mate. We tipped them for, for promotion. We didn't have Portsmouth up there. We did. No, we're absolutely right. We did. Um, yeah. Okay. Just one more, actually. I, yeah, I said one more. <laughs> <laughs> I did miss on my notes that I do have one more. This is a, bu- a buzzer, a buzzer beater. Is it? Yeah, so this one is uh, Ipswich against Oxford, and I think this will have plenty of goals in it. Over 2.5 is the tip, and that's 1.87 with Matchbook. Two sides who score plenty of goals, and just the stats, Oxford have had eight of the last nine games uh, over 2.5. Ipswich have had six of the last eight games over 2.5. And then both teams to score, again, eight of the last nine in Oxford's games and four of the last five in Ipswich's games. So generally, in these two uh, sides' games, there's goals at both ends, uh, plenty of entertainment, plenty of excitement. And I think we can see the same again here with, with two very much offensive first teams. Mm. Okay. 
Get your eye follow to this one. This is the yeah. one. This, this get is your the eye one. Follows. It'll be entertaining. Right. <laughs> Love it. Well, well, thanks for that. Uh, Going to take a quick moment to talk about Matchbook's offer uh, once again. Uh, so just wanted to invite everyone to sign up to Matchbook and enter the bonus code TFB podcast. So that's the football betting TFB podcast or one word uh, that will get you your 15 quid uh, welcome offer. So it's a money back as cash. If your first bet loses, it's for new customers only uh, the show in general. And obviously this offer over 18s only. Uh, there are a couple of terms and conditions. So just check it out before you dive in. Uh, you can always message us for uh, more details on that. T underscore FB podcast uh, is our Twitter handle. That's where we're uh, the most active and you can send us a DM whenever you like to ask us about it. But yeah, please support the pod and please support Matchbook because they've been absolutely great to us. And uh, I'm pretty confident that once you sign up and start using it, I, I don't think you'll turn back, to be honest with you. It's, uh, it's been a, a great experience for me personally and uh, I'm hoping you'll feel the same. Absolutely. Well said, Tom. So that leaves us just with League Two then to go through now. Um, I found in League Two there were less things <laughs> I liked than in League One. I don't <laughs> know if you found the same, but... I think that's an understatement. Uh, had, <laughs> to be honest with you, I had a look at the at the state of play and it completely and utterly terrified me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start off with probably the most obvious, Tom. I know you've got this wrote down because you're a big Exeter City fan. Oh, yes, I am. Yeah, 1.65 for them to be Oldham Athletic at home. Uh, Matt Taylor's side have managed to get themselves up to fourth position after a bit of an underwhelming start, uh, I think it's fair to say. But, Tom, did you know they've only lost one of their 15? I did. Oh, good for you. I didn't. <laughs> I, was, I was doing my research and I felt like they'd lost quite quite a, no, a couple yeah. of games. But no, it's just it's just draws, isn't it, that's holding them back. They've played 15. They've won six, drew eight, and lost just the one. They haven't lost a single one at home this season. And Oldham, Oldham started off horrendously under Mysterious Curl. Then they picked up a bit and now they're back to being bad again. They haven't lost in the last okay. five. Um, they are a concern. I think they're down in 22nd. Obviously, the the objective this season is to stay up. They've got a lot of trouble off the field, of course. Um, and yeah, Oldham, not in great nick going away to a side uh, that are coming off the back of impressive wins. 3-1 away at Crawley, 2-1 against Mansfield, 2-1 against Salford, a good draw with Bradford, uh, a 2-2 with, with Newport. It's it's been a good run for Exeter, and I don't see any reason why it doesn't continue. I think they are probably, Tom, the League Two better the weekend. And obviously, the price reflects that 1.65. Yeah, I completely agree. I'll just add one thing to that. Um, Exeter to win and both teams to score, I reckon you could be looking into here. It's priced at 3.45. Uh, 10 consecutive Exeter games have been both teams to score. So they, you know, they have that lofty position in the league, but they are conceding goals. They're just kind of outscoring the opposition at the moment. So, yeah, I think, you know, given that record of no losses in 14, but 10 consecutive both teams to score games, 
we could definitely see an Exeter win uh, and Oldham also getting on the score sheet at 3.45. Mm-hmm. I just have one more thing. <laughs> so right. if you have any more, uh, hopefully you do. If not, then no, you know, I, it, I, it is, I do. It is what it is, but... I, I do. I, I have one more. So yeah, after you. Hopefully it's not the same tip because that would be disastrous. No, <laughs> mine's a double chance. So... Okay, mine's an under 2.5. So even if it's the same game, we can both still win. Brilliant. Okay, so um, Walsall against Harrogate. I'm looking at Walsall on the double chance. So Walsall to get the win or the draw. It's 1.42. Um, they're in a decent run of form now. They've in the league. Uh, they're unbeaten in the last six consecutive games. Very much win one, draw one, win one, draw one. Uh, but that's fine. They're improving from the position they were in, moving themselves up the league. Uh, Harrogate, not quite sure what's happened to them. They've battered Scunthorpe 6-1. And since then, they fell off a cliff. Um, they've lost four of the last six games after that 6-1 victory over Scunthorpe. Uh, one of those wins being against Wrexham in the FA Cup. So really, you know, if you take out the Cups, they've lost three of the last four in the league. Uh, and it's the teams that they're losing against, which kind of worries me a bit. They've lost to Bristol Rovers at home, which is a bad result. Yeah, that uh, cost my trouble. Yeah, it, of course it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, lost to Colchester, which one nil, which is a bad result. Uh, drew against Tranmere, who aren't really doing too much. Uh, lost away at Hartlepool. Um, yeah, so... I'm just kind of going with this this form here that Walsall are improving. Harrogate kind of struggling at the moment from from where they were at the start of the season. So Walsall to get at least a draw, 1.42, seems decent to me. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I think it's a blip for Hartlepool. I'm just going to throw one thing in there. I think they are a good team and eventually they'll turn it around. Hopefully it's not this weekend. Uh, But I think in the (laughs) kind of long-term picture, I think they're going to be absolutely fine. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And when I say fine, I mean, you know, they'll be in and around the playoff picture. I don't mean to to stay up. They're they're way beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. Sutton, Tranmere. uh, Sutton, Tranmere. Sorry. Tranmere, Sutton. It's at Tranmere. So, Tom, I'm really sorry. I know you love to advertise I follow passes and uh, tickets to exciting games. I'm going to do the opposite here. Uh, 1.65, <laughs> under 2.5 goals between Tranmere and Sutton. So, Tranmere, I mean, this is unsustainable, uh, surely. They've got the best defensive record uh, by one goal. Um, they've only conceded 10 all season. With that, you would expect them to be up at the top of the table. For example, Northampton, the team that's conceded 11 or third. But Tranmere are 11th, and the reason that is is because they can't score either. So they've only scored 11. They're the lowest scorers, uh, joint with Scunthorpe, Carlisle, Oldham, and Stevenage. And those four teams, by the way, in reverse order, is your current bottom four. So Scunthorpe, bottom, Carlisle, Oldham, Stevenage. So Tranmere are defending like a team at the top, and they are scoring like a team at the bottom. It's a very weird situation yeah. for Tranmere. Uh, one of their last six games has gone over 2.5. And three in a row for Sutton have been under 2.5. Sutton have the sixth best defensive record in the league. Theirs makes a bit more sense because they're sat in ninth. So they are obviously doing decently well 
as opposed to their their records. Tranmere, you know, complete opposite ends of the spectrum. One point six five. It's not going to be a, an entertaining game, uh, but I do think it will come in, and uh, I think I found a a good little loophole there to try get us some uh, value in what's a tough slate this weekend. I like it, mate. So shall we wrap that up and do a joint bomb-proof treble for this week? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So whilst Tom puts together the bomb-proof treble, uh, I'm just going to read through how we did last week. So for anyone new to the show, this is where we put all of our research and tips and, and all that stuff together into a treble that we back ourselves with £10 stakes. We want everyone to uh, bet what they can afford to lose. So, Tom, you called this the super bomb-proof treble. And none of the teams lost. But only one won. I couldn't believe how bad this did. It was absolutely nailed on. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it, in reality, unfortunately, it was nowhere. Even the team that won, Tom, you, you tip Fulham to beat Peterborough away. Fulham got battered. I don't know if you've seen the highlights. Yeah, Peterborough yeah. were all over him. Johnson Clark Harris should have had a hat trick. It was just one header from Mitch, Mitrovic that that decided it. But he, he could have, we could have had all three not win. That was a realistic thing. Um, but yeah, Fulham did win. We had West Brom against Middlesbrough. Turned out that was Warnock's last game. A bit of justice for us there. Yeah, I, I think if we had known that, would we have gone for it? Maybe, maybe not. We'll never know. But yeah, West Brom two two. And then we had Chelsea against Burnley, and Burnley had one shot on target and drew the game one all. So it was an absolute mess, to be honest with you. It was, yeah, um, yeah, really, really disappointed like that by that. Understandably, rubbish, absolutely rubbish. rubbish. But as Tom said, because there's a reduced slate, just like there was last week, uh, we're going to do a joint treble. Uh, so Tom is going to read that out for us does this one have a name or is this just the the bounce back uh, treble let's call it yeah let's go for the bounce back treble let's love do that it. love it okay fire away okay. so as you probably expect from what we've read out on the show it's not the highest paying treble again that we've uh, ever given out but we'll hope that this one will win fingers crossed so we're going to go in league one sheffield wednesday to win at home against Gillingham. Price at 1.59. Staying in League One, Cambridge United to score a goal away at MK Dons, priced at 1.5. And in League Two, Exeter to win at home to Oldham, 1.65. A £10 example stake returns 39.35. Love it, mate. Yeah, we've done what we can there, I think. I think so. Yeah, I think we have. Uh, tried to find the best nuggets of, uh, of value there for the bounce back treble. So good luck to everyone if you get involved in that. Uh, we'll also, by the way, this weekend be releasing a couple of uh, international tips. So two or three international tips will be released exclusively on Twitter. Uh, England time. to beat San Marino. Yes, England to beat San Marino will be a tip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so T underscore FC podcast is going to be the only place that you'll be able to see them. So please give us a follow, uh, track the tips and see how we do. We'd love for you to uh, get involved and, and show us what you guys are going to be backing. Uh, by the way, Tom, uh, this is a part of the show where we dive into fantasy football. 
I, after this week, have decided I've played my wild card. Okay. I've completely ripped my team apart okay. because I am now 252nd out of 259. So I am getting really... Wor- my aim now is to not finish bottom. <laughs> so I've played my wild card. Obviously, um, I have to wait a little bit for it to come in. Maybe I should have waited till after international break. In it's case- all right. You, can make a, you make unlimited changes now you've played it. Can I? That's good. Because yeah, I was yeah. just thinking I've put... You know, I don't want to give it away, but I've put a p- couple of players in. And it's just dawned on me that they might break no, the leg playing. For you may as well tell us because no one's. You're not going to trouble anybody who's uh, who's anywhere in this league, are you? No, I'm definitely not. No one's taking advice from me. Um, how did you do, mate? I did all right. I'm on the comeback trail a little bit here. I've uh, I've risen from 200th in the league to 167. Well, I mean, that's still bad, but yeah, it's still bad. But that that's actually a win, I would say. Yeah, I got I got sixty six points, which was about twenty four above average. So I was pretty happy with that for once. That's that that is completely embarrassing that we're putting that down as a great result. I know. Um, yeah, it's and not, even this won't last. Good. We'll we'll be back to crap again in a few weeks' time. I agree. <laughs> uh, let's read out the top ten, shall we? We've got a new leader as well. So from ten to one. We have Nathan Brunskill, then David Brown, Reese Dunn, Joe Burrows, Chris Hindle, Sam Barnard, Scott Strang, David Doherty at three, Vincent Rayner at two, and a new leader by just the solitary point is Oliver Hogburn with Guilty Pleasures. Controversial team name there. It's got to be said. Um <laughs> Very controversial. But yeah, if you want to join in the league and you've already got a team, it has to be with the official Premier League fantasy. I think most people do that anyway. Uh, but you join at your rightful place. So if you deserve to be 10th, you'll be 10th, etc, etc. T underscore FB podcast, the Twitter handle once again. Uh, let me know uh, if you want to join. I will give you the uh, league code. Yeah, big time. Uh, Davy Mo Kiev, who was top, I think, literally like two weeks ago, if I remember right. Um, he's down in 21st, so it shows you the competition at the top of the league, uh, fantasy football. Yeah, if you have a couple of bad weeks, and you know, you're right down there again. Absolutely fierce, isn't it? Yeah, it is fierce. <laughs> way too fierce for us. That's what we just resigned. <laughs> yeah, way the too fierce. <laughs> Bloody rubbish. Um, yeah, if you have enjoyed the show, guys, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And finally, once again, please do check out Matchbook. Take advantage of the sign up offer that's TFB Podcast at the sign up screen to get your £15 risk free money back as cash offer. I think that's about it. Uh, roll on Qatar 2022. Uh, be yes. nice to get qualification wrapped up, and I uh, hope everyone capitalizes on the EFL weekend. And it's also non-league weekend, and I know we don't cover non-league, but I feel like if you can get out to your local non-league ground, that would be your kind of football good Samaritan play for the year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, yeah, enjoy your weekends, guys. Please do send in any bets that you've got, bet slips, winning bet slips, whatever your fancies. Uh, we always love hearing from you. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. <laughs>